Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you GEICO has more than just great savings. Much more. Yes, while GEICO could help you rack up more moolah faster than you can say metamorphosis, they've also been the fastest-growing auto insurer for more than 10 years. That's more like it. Furthermore, GEICO has fast and friendly claim service. That might seem like an oxymoron, but it's not. All the more reason to say no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. GEICO. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. Uh, I am RUScreening dot com's own Barkies with Chain. Seriously, um, I wasn't. And ready. with we were, me, we as talking. always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hi. Oh, I'm beeping everywhere. Yeah, no beeping. Um, I'm turning everything off. Uh, thanks for tuning in. This week we are doing. Uh, what do you got? Technical issues. I don't know. You gave me a short cord. I'm on like a four-inch leash all of a sudden. Yeah, you'll live. Like I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> This, right. this week, uh, we are doing Hyde Park on Hudson. Right. Because it's the only interesting thing that is coming out. Right? Yeah. And really. uh, we're going to be covering our worst of the year list. And, you know, I'll tell you, it's really funny because as soon as I put the show up, I got a couple of emails. Oh, really? Uh, ab- about the worst of the year list. Oh. And just, uh, you know. A couple of them were like, were just saying you you should give them more notice for that because that's <laughs> like people are all into the worst of the year. Uh, well, yeah. So well, I've got uh, a bit of a disclaimer. Even, even more than the best of the year list. Right. Like, right. They want to know what we ragged on, and there was a lot to choose from. There I mean, because we did have a fair amount of. Uh, we had a weird string where I thought later in the year we had like one really good film after another, but in the beginning. Right. Man, it was kind of rough seas. It was we really just, choppy. It was so weird. I'm I'm almost getting to the point where I'm like ticked off that this is the year we started doing this. Somehow. <laughs> I know. Like this is the it, inaugural really, yeah. year of it, and this is the the craziest really year. year. Um, I think what we're going to do too is uh, go through for a while the worst of the year list before we get to the movie. Then also, I'm going to be talking about Deadfall really quick. Yeah, you um, wouldn't, because you know, I I said I was going to, so I will. Right. Which, that turned out to be a weird movie. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, it, the reason I wanted to cover it is because it was kind of getting some, some good it press. Was. That's pe- why I was People were talking you. about it. Yeah. It's, it's a smaller movie that I'm sure is not going to get, like, a huge release, but it is out in theaters. Mm-hmm. But it was on, like, you know, the video on demand right. rental kind of thing even before it was out in theaters. And people were talking about it, and it... It, it looked good. It the trailer looks really good. The first half of it yeah. is good. And then it just kind of... like that. It seems like it doesn't know what to do with itself. But before we jump into that, uh, we I have a couple of things I want to talk about. I got one thing, too, after. You can you can it's have good. a thing. Yeah. I, ha- I have a, a couple of, you know, not that interesting things. And, and then I have uh, something I think is pretty cool <laughs> that came to us once again. By email. Email. All right. If you have questions uh, to ask us about any movies we might be seeing yeah. or like right now, end of the year kind of things. I love this uh, time of year. I love know, the list. Oh, I, I love everything. You know, just send it in. And we got an email. Uh, I'll just start with this since I mentioned okay. it already. We got an email and I am, you know, kicking off 
from this email into a whole other thing <laughs> than the person who emailed me expected. And it was really cool. This guy named Kyle, okay. who awesomely enough is in uh, Montreal, Canada. Cool. Which I just think is so bizarre. Somebody when in when I, I get emails from people in other countries, we got <laughs> yeah. one. Uh, we talked about one a few weeks ago. It was, um, it was it like was England, England. It was northern or something. or southern England, right? Yeah. And, yeah, that was and cool. that's just how weird is that, that people are actually listening to I it. think that's I awesome. Know. Anyway, so his question was, we, we've been talking each week about, you know, end of the year stuff and awards and all that. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to throw out right now that the uh, Critics' Choice Movie Awards are on January 10th. Right. So tune on into that. On the CW. On the CW, I had to. Uh, I just got my nominations in. This is one of those years where the things I actually vote for will probably have very little to do with what I nominated. But, right. but anyway, and uh, in a couple of days, we we will have a widget on areyouscreening.com, a little thing because there is new this year. There's like an audience or a oh, um, yeah. the public vote for uh, it's. Best franchise. It's a, yeah. it's an audience vote for best franchise. I will have a widget on the site where you can vote, like right in the widget, and you know whatever, not have to go anywhere else. I don't right. know what's so great about that, but <laughs> but we yeah. will have it instead it of is, instead of technology. having to go to Critics Choice to we do love. it or whatever. Yeah. So that will be there. Um, but so I got this email right. and Kyle. and it was. It was the funniest thing, and just the way that uh, Kyle kind of put this whole email together, it just really made me think about it and what a great thing it was. So I've decided to jump off from that email, and right. we're going to have our own Are You Screening or, you know, Are You Screening, Are You Insert Reaction Review, yep. our own awards, okay? Oh, okay. Today? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> this will be probably like later in January. We'll have some time to do it. Not that we would probably need a lot of time. I was going to say, I get extreme host awesome. Um, yeah. No, we're going to have, because here's his question. What's the best movie this year? What What would you okay. pick for best movie this year that can't get nominated for an award? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's the best movie that there's just no chance that, right. it, that it can get nominated right. for an actual Academy Award or anything like that. Yeah. The the things that like for best do picture, not, not for, right, right, for best picture. Yeah. So what we're gonna do good question. what we're gonna do and um so now I'm not gonna answer his question because we're right, no, it's gonna be, right, be we're gonna have to thing. right we're gonna have to wait so we, we will probably do this somewhere like the end of January or yeah. something and you know like I said not that we even need that much time but there's just a lot of stuff to do in between yeah. now and then with and all And it's the good to be right before the Oscars anyway so Sure. It'll be something. <laughs> so whatever. So we're going to do best picture, best actor, best actress, best director, and best screenplay. Of what can't win. Of things that cannot get nominated for Perfect. other awards. I love it. So we have time for we'll have you know, all the other awards will be right. <laughs> right. the Critics Choice Awards will be over by yeah. the time we do this. And yeah. the nominations will be out for the Oscars. Right. But you know, it's among those movies like you know, a movie that jumps out is like The Avengers, maybe, uh -huh. or like Looper, you know, yeah. things that we thought were, you know, Some of possible our five -star films. Yeah. We're not going to do any like nomin what are the nominees or anything. Right. We're no, just no, going to no. have, right. we're just going to have the winner. So we're That's going cool. to jump straight over your question awesome. into a whole other thing. But I thought that really is a good thing because yeah. people actually ask me about that all the time. Like, yeah. And you know that people talk about that all the time whenever it's award right. season two is like, I really loved this movie, but it's know, not going to get not, any notice. And... It's not Oscar bait kind of stuff. I, uh... And why can't 
really good movies, mm-hmm. you know, get like Looper, it doesn't matter whatever happened to Looper. That right. that can't get nominated for anything. I always love the other shows that come up. You know, you always have the you know, you have the the foreign press, you have the Oscars, you right. have all these great things, and then you have stuff like, you know, Spike TV's Man Awards or whatever. Right, you know, right. and I just they reward everything that you want to get an award for. Right. You know. But we're gonna fill in the cracks. There's exactly. a crack out there's some cracks out there and, and we're gonna fill them in. So and uh That'll you know, cool. this only counts like um, the Critics' Choice Movie Awards has like a best action and a best comedy. And yeah. so like those don't count, right? You could te- – right. anything could get nominated right. Right, for best action <laughs> movie. And yeah. and so we're not counting that. We're we're talking like the Oscars, best picture, no chance that it could ever get nominated right. for that. So so that will be coming. That will be cool. So you'll have to wait for your answer. I always do these weird things with my year-end list. Anyway, where I have like a, a pile of superlatives, and it's right. often like the film that couldn't get it, right. you know, or the film that got it and didn't deserve it, and right. just like all these things because I have so many. Or, or you know, you know, like a lot of uh, a lot of smaller indie things. Yeah, you know that they're really good, and if they had other names attached to them or yeah. a whole bunch of more money just thrown at it, them, right. they probably might get some attention. But yeah. since they're these little indie things, like you know. Oddly enough, a movie that really surprised me this year was Ruby Sparks. Yeah. I really liked that movie. It was a little bit goofy and a little kind of cornball, but it was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. But it's just so small that no one will ever pay any attention. It could theoretically, I guess, get nominated for like screenplay, but it would be like the you know, sixth or seventh nominee, and no I one would take it uh, seriously. But. I haven't seen that yet, and I haven't seen Safety Not Guaranteed, and I heard the same thing about yeah. it, which is if there was just a budget behind it. Right. Sometimes you get these films, though, which is really weird. You throw a lot of money behind it, and it weakens them. Like, they're way better off with right. nothing but just ingenuity and, like, little elbow grease. Right. But sometimes a, a film would just take right off, and I, I just love the premise of that one, so right. I'll have to check those out. Okay, so a couple of other things just to throw out really quick. Um, I, wanted, I wanted to mention again, um, last week I, I semi-jokingly told this whole web address of the history <laughs> shop thing. Oh, right? my God. So, that um, was like half the show. I know, but that was a real thing. But Are you going to do it, it again? No. Oh. It was so brand new that they just didn't have the thing. So now if you go to <laughs> history <laughs> shop – you know, the History Channel's online shop, oh, right? Here we go. You can go to they, – they have a thing that says gift guide, and then underneath the gift guide, okay. it says, like, curator selections or some – And you're a curator it's for some, it. It says so. some weird thing. Cool. So you can go there, and you can see my picks for, <laughs> you know, cool sci-fi movies that's cool. and whatever. So that's the yeah. go to History Channel shop. Um, and the other thing that I wanted to mention is our Wreck-It Ralph giveaway. Right. A little bit less every week. And so. right, no, I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to say it this time, and then I'm just not going to say it anymore. You at said all. that last time, but I, I will see. No, all last right. time I said I was going to do a little bit less. All right, we're getting. We're only going to do initials so pretty we soon. We have a giveaway, right? We have a giveaway still running. It's mm-hmm. connected to the Wreck It Ralph podcast we did. If you go to the Wreck It Ralph, you know, podcast post on rescreen.com, you can see all the information. Yep. If you listen to that podcast, it'll tell you everything you need to know. You can win uh, all the Terminator movies in a set on Blu-ray, the Blade Runner yep. Blu-ray that just came out, like 30th anniversary with the little car and everything. It's yeah. really cool. And the big book. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's a very cool set. And a $50 Amazon gift card. Right. Uh, and all you have to do is go to iTunes, 
and leave a review right. of the show. And yeah. you don't even have to say we're not going to awesome. Right, we're not going to gauge or judge if you only gave us right. five stars. Then right. you don't right. get entered five times. That right. would be that would be pandering. If, if, you, if you give us three stars, we you could still win. Right. <laughs> Will but say. you're only you're only having the contest open to the first thirty slots, and when there's thirty, that's it. It's done right. for the it, when, time frame. When we get done. to when we get to thirty, and then you get you have to go to the post and it, leave a and note. leave right. a, leave a comment and everything. So, so that's it. And I'm just not going to say it anymore. And the other thing about it is, it's the first thirty, but it's also the end of the year. If the year ends right. and we don't have thirty, no one wins. The contest's over, and right. then we'll start over. Probably <laughs> Okay, so um, I should get to uh, Deadfall now. Okay, you, but wait, I've got one. Oh one yeah, thing that's right. we, for, we forgot. That's cool. We forgot this last week, and I, I'm springing it on you now. But you'll remember we started talking about this. I started cracking up, and I haven't had a chance. This it, everything is so busy. I'm not gonna, you know, pity me. I'm busy because it's the holidays, but things are really, really crazy right, right now, and it's got to be that way for you too. But oh God, yeah. I didn't get a chance to go back and reread Roger Ebert's Killing Them Softly review. Oh, yes. Remember? we Because yeah. after the show last week, we, we went outside. Of, I'm so glad you were here. here. I, 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 wasn't, I almost forgot, and then I remembered as I was driving over here, and I thought, right. oh, Ebert. Right. Last week after we were done, we left the studio here, and we went outside, and we were talking. And I meant to tell you on the show, and as soon as I brought up Ebert's name, you lit up, and you're like, oh, my God, I meant to tell you. Right. <laughs> right. That we had both – well, I'll, I had looked at his review because I was curious to see what he what he gave it. And as I started reading it, it became apparent to me that he didn't see the movie. Exactly. We are calling Ebert out we're, right we're now Ebert right show. out. We did Killing Them Softly. Oh, man, this is hilarious. We laughed about this for like 10 minutes, too. And if you you read his review, and he doesn't rate it that highly anyway, but if you you read his review, he starts talking about how James Gandolfini's (laughs) character hired Brad Pitt's character – and to go after whole, the first guys that knocked and, over the first time, right? That, that when it's not around. even the first time, and it is the most bizarre thing. It makes sense if you've not seen the movie, but I, if you've seen the yeah, movie and you read that like review, I literally, something. I like, I scratched my eye and I was like, "What am I seeing double? Am I reading the wrong sentences?" I read it again and I was like, "This is really <laughs> funny." Like, <laughs> I don't think he so saw weird. this movie. I yeah. think he just I, rated I the either. film based on the trailer. I don't either. We are officially calling him out I'm right like now. Really if you read that review, if you've seen the movie right. and you read that review, there's no way that that makes it any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. And not only that... I was so glad you told me that, too, because I was like, maybe it was just me. And you're like, no, I read it. No, that there's no way. like it at all. And what's really funny about it, too, is that he talks about these plot sequences that don't actually yeah. happen, right. right? About uh, Gandolfini's character comes in and hires and and does all this stuff, which is not in any way related to his character, right? Right. But then everything else you read in the review is so like like vague yeah. and it's like there's a couple guys generic. who look bad guys and you know they're going to be in trouble. I'm surprised he didn't say there was like a fiery no, shootout at the end with Ray Liotta. I'm it's, like, what? Oh, it's it was weird. So reading here we, yeah. we you know this is a little self validating. You know we see the films we talk about. <laughs> All right, we may get up here and just talk about whatever's on our mind, but damn it, we watch the movies. <laughs> right. We endure Cloud Atlas. We don't. We may, just sit we may there. not say anything that has anything to do with the movie, <laughs> but man, we've seen it, so we pay for it with sweat and blood and tears That's and right. bad dreams. And Ebert just watches a trailer, <laughs> right? And, you know, it must be good to be Ebert. 
or you know he got a few clips in or something that's right. more than yeah. the trailer or something. But I don't know. It was just really funny, and it was so funny to me that you had felt and read the same thing that I was like, we can't let that go. Right. We've got to make mention of it. And now that we have. Right. I, I would. I would love like we to can get on, some. But. I would love to get some validation on that too from listeners. You know, so yeah, send I, us an email or 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 call something. Ebert. You know, <laughs> ask him if you see right. him. Put I, a comment on. I, his I thought about post. sending him something on Twitter just to see, but I was like, who wants to get in a Twitter war with a guy who thinks video games aren't art? And, right. You know, I would just use that against him in the end. Right. We don't have enough problems with Ebert right. anyway. But okay, so now uh, the Deadfall. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Subliminal for you. Yeah, Deadfall. Um, and now, so you did not see Deadfall. So this not is yet. going to I be actually, very strange, one-sided. Well, what's strange is I still want to see it. Like, well, you for me, see it. I'll, for me, it looked like right. uh, a new version of A Simple Plan, which was a great film from like a decade ago. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all right. That's Tell me how bad it, it is. That's not it. But you can watch it, okay. and then, you know, next week right. or the week after I'll or something. You can, I'll be like, yeah, you were yeah. right. You can chime in and go, Are, were you insane? <laughs> right. So th- the thing that's odd about this movie is um, it's written by a guy named Zach Dean who has no other credits at all. Okay. <laughs> so he hasn't written anything else. But, uh, you know, I'm not sure that the writing is, is all that bad. It ends very poorly, I think. And I feel like you have a writer like this who's not – I don't know who he is or who he knows yeah. or how he you know, got this gig or whatever. But if he would have just had somebody maybe go, ah, you know, tweak this a little bit, it could have been pretty good. Mm-hmm. It really gets lost in the end, and it starts off with a, a pretty cool setup and huh. stuff. Yeah. And it's directed by uh, Stephen – Ruzowitzki, I think, who is uh, not of much else either. There's a lot of first-time talent. So it's a very strange thing to come together because you've got the director, you've got the writer, and then you've got – there's Eric Bana. Yeah. uh, Who, you know, everyone knows who he is, right? Olivia Wilde, Chris Christopherson, Sissy Spacek. Uh Uh-huh. And you've got uh, Charlie uh, Hunnam. I think it's pronounced Hunnam, but I don't want to swear to that. But he is, you know, Jax from Sons of Anarchy. Right. Who actually, he's really good in this movie. I mean, I like him anyway. He's he's a good actor, I think, in Sons of Anarchy. But he was good in this. Yeah. And and actually, no one was bad in it. None of the acting is is horrible. Right. So the the setup of this movie is that you've got uh, Eric. Eric Bana and Olivia Wilde are brother and sister. They just pulled off some big heist and they're driving, you know, through the snow somewhere way in the north, right? Okay. I mean, it's like snow covered, whatever, and, right. and they're approaching small townishness. They're pretty close to the Canadian border because they talk about trying to get to Canada. Yeah. And they're driving in this car, they got bags of money that they're counting and everything. And so they are brother and sister, but there's another guy who's driving, okay? Okay. Um, and they have some very strange brother-sister relationship. Okay. Uh, like, really strange. And and at some point, you know, we come <laughs> to find out that uh, they had a horrible father who abused them terribly, apparently, and uh, Eric Bana killed him, right? Yeah. So now they've just been together on their own or whatever. I don't know. So anyway... So they're driving along the street, and you know, deer runs out, right? And, Always. And they so the car runs into the deer, the, the it flips over, and you know, huge accident, and they're in the middle of nowhere, right? And 
uh, before long, a car pulls up, and a, you know, a cop comes, and then they have to kill the cop. Right. right. And then they have nothing else to do really except head through the woods. Yeah. Because there's nowhere to go. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, so it's, they didn't just take it's the cop kind car? of a, no. Okay. And I mean, I, I didn't know. I, I, I wondered that. about that at first too. Like hearing it, I'm like, okay, I would just get in the cop car and try to drive as far as I, I could. I wondered about that too, except you know, where are you going to go in a cop car? Well, I mean, far, you can but, only get so right. far in a cop car. But but anyway, they they head off into the woods. They're not necessarily like the brightest okay. people yeah. anyway. Right. But it's kind of an interesting setup that they have to try and figure out some way to get somewhere where they thought they were, you know, they got bags of money. Right. And they thought they were all set, and now they are. Right. They could afford any they, resource, they but there's no resource to buy. So. Right. So they eventually decide to split up. Yep. And, <laughs> um, well, Eric Bana actually tells them to split up. Yeah. And the idea going into that is. Whatever place they robbed, they only know that there were two masked gunmen who held it up. Right. So, I, you know, it was apparently the, right. the driver and Eric Bana. So they don't know anything about the girl right. anyway. So if we split up, they know he's dead. They know they're after one person. They're not going to think it's you. Right. I don't know. So right. anyway, that they go through the whole thing. Makes movie sense anyway. Sure. So uh, the, Olivia Wilde meets up with uh, Charlie Hunnam. Yep. And is trying to get somewhere so that eventually they can meet back up yeah. in Canada, and then they go through all this stuff. And there's a whole there's a whole other part with uh, a female police officer. How long is this in this movie? small town? And it's just like the trials and tribulations of trying to get your act together after this accident has thrown you off and basically like left you abandoned near this really small town. Right. And for the first half of it, it's really cool. Yeah. And the farther it goes on, the more we realize that these two people, uh, Eric Bana and Olivia Wilde, yep. are really, really crazy. Right. And and then it just kind of becomes less fun. And there's, um, a, there's a whole other, you know, this part where uh, Charlie Hunnam at the beginning of the movie, he just got out of jail. Uh-huh. And his parents live in this house that's kind of all all by itself out there right. in rural wherever this is, right? Maine. And eventually we meet up with, uh, you know, it might be Maine. Who knows? Know. Right? Uh, eventually they all kind of meet at their house, at yeah. at, um, at his Hums. parents' house, oh, yeah, which is Chris Christopherson and Sissy Spacek. Yep. And it just it's kind of interesting and it's it's got kind of this weird tension going in it, but it really kind of falls apart in the end. Uh, and it just becomes more and more about how crazy Eric Bana mostly is. Yeah. And Olivia Wilde eventually wants to kind of get away from him and right. it's and then it's just like a psychopath story. It, it or sucks. It sounds like it actually might have been above interesting. If you, know, you if can, there had been if you talent, can deal like with writing and directing wise, if you can deal with actually, you know, the directing was maybe not horrible in in what it yeah delivered. It's just that you know the end. There's something about you know the writing and the directing somewhere towards the end. Yeah. No one said let's do something a little right. different. But it does. It has a lot of cool parts and. There's this whole thing with the uh, the cop, the female cop. Her dad obviously is like the sheriff or the chief of yeah. police or whatever the hell he is. 
who has this whole like chip on his shoulder about her being a girl and gives her a bunch of crap about being a girl. (laughs) And it just seems very fake and Uh stagey. I don't know. If you can kind of let the ending go, it's probably a fairly fun time. It's just that for me, it, it just kept getting more and more about him being crazy and nothing else. And I just didn't really care. I don't know. It, it just, just it, it struck me when I was talking about it before. It just struck me as like the movie, you know, A Simple Plan and Reindeer Games. You right. know, it's just and they're both very common about criminals in the winter and there's a big right. bag of money. Everyone's after each other and there's no cars ever and people right. are running through fields. and Right. So, you know, and then the cops obviously like find the car and find the dead guy and right. now they know he's out there somewhere. So they're putting up roadblocks and yeah. And uh, uh, Charlie Hunnam actually accidentally killed his old boxing trainer, or he might not even have killed him, but he really seriously injured him, and he thinks he might be dead, and he ran away. (laughs) So he's driving away and sees the roadblocks and thinks that they're for him, him. because how many people is it going to be for, right? Right. I mean, it's almost like... It's too coincidental. It's being, you know, like we're in Maine, so it's, (laughs) it's like, you know... We're yeah. in Bangor, that might be one thing. But, right. you know, if you're out in, like, I don't know, Greenbush you're or right, something, yeah. and there's a roadblock and you did something. It's probably it, it's, for you. Right. I mean, it's, odds it's are it's really likely out, for you, right. yeah. So, um, you know, the ultimate, I, I, I guess, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on this movie, especially since we're not going to even get to, like, Hyde Park on Hudson. But Well, we should. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> Wrap this up. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like... It's kind of like three stars. It's like two and a half, three mm. stars. And yeah. there was a lot going th- going for it in the first half, even though it was being very weird. Like uh, Olivia Wilde especially, she's very weird, yeah. but she's got this whole you know, crazy life that she's lived. Right. And it kind of works because she's not insane. She's just very odd, right? Yeah. And whereas Eric Bana... Is just insane. insane, right? Yeah. And there are other things like the very end of the movie. You know, you jump on someone who's crazy and start beating the hell out of him. If you right. get up and let him up, you're going to make sure he doesn't still have a gun, right? I right. mean, you so, think so. You, you don't. Right. That will kill things for a lot of people. So we better uh, get on this. In a hurry now. Right. So, should we do the worst movies or should we do Hyde Park? On we could, we could do Hyde Park because I mean, worst case scenario, we could do worst movies next week as That's well. That's true. Right. But it, I mean, this is a really this is a bizarre film just in a couple different ways. I just saw Moonrise Kingdom, so I got Bill Murray in my head anyway. Right. And everybody knows now we're doing Hyde Park on the Hudson. But if I was telling people, you know. What's the film this week? Well, we're going to do uh, kind of a, a portrait of a president during this very specific time period. I mean, I, I could go on and on. Right. I mean, it just sounds like Lincoln. Right. I mean, this is very similar to Lincoln, except as serious as Lincoln is, this is not that serious. Like, it's really yeah. the flip side to this, that coin. This is actually um, – It's not slapstick. I'm not portraying <clears throat> it like that, but it's just not very dire. This is a very strange movie, actually, to try and describe. The more that I was thinking about this movie after I watched it, I just kept thinking, how am I going to talk about this to somebody? You know, let's say I was trying to get somebody to see it or right. something and go, oh, you should go see this. Well, it's like this. It's like this. What is this movie like? It is really kind of a strange thing because it's it's FDR. <laughs> yep. Bill Murray's FDR. It's during a very uh, limited time span, kind of. Yeah, it's right before the American involvement in you know in the World War when England came to you know ask for our help. Like right. basically, we we're get, about to get our 
our rear is kicked, and we need to need some help. Right. We get um, we get like the one kind of I guess main event right. of the movie is when the king and queen come to visit mm-hmm. FDR at Hyde Park, right. at which is you know very famous thing that happened, which yeah. is funny because uh, you know there's a very very famous thing at the end with the hot dogs, right? That you know I remember like yeah reading about this whole I thought thing you were going to say I saw like, and I'm like dude yeah, you're I was there. that old Oh yeah I was there Dude you're looper So uh, <laughs> but, but yeah it is it's, but it's like that's kind of like the key event but the thing the movie is about actually right. is a certain person Right. Laura Linney, who's like a fifth cousin of FDR's. I love how she and, says that. Depending and, on how you count, I'm like, right. there's only one way work? to count right. five or six. Right. But well, so and um, and it's not like everyone wasn't his right. fifth or sixth cousin right. anyway. I mean, right. But the move, what the movie's about is more specifically is, you know, the letters and diaries that were mm-hmm. found after she finally died, and then all this. New to, information yeah. kind of came to light about how stuff happened, right? And then now let's look at that, right? Right. And but the way that the movie plays out is like so strange gotta, and like hard to compare to other yeah. things, you know? It's because it's like she's telling the story, she's given like this voiceover narration all the time, yeah, and she's talking about how the president is and acts and you know this when this happened and then we see her go to not meet the president because they've met right they've met but, their family but but it's like the she's the reunited initial like uh the president's mom tells her to come distract him from right. stuff or whatever right. because he needs people around him yeah and then it just kind of leads through their relationship and and I don't know, dishes a bunch of dirt on the president yeah. and, and his experience, but it, it happens kind of oddly. It's like it doesn't get delivered, I guess, in a way that's similar to other things. The the beginning of the film, it doesn't like the the meat of the film happens within like this thirty six hour period when the king and queen come to visit. They're right. The first time British royalty, sitting active British royalty, has been to America, and. It happens really over this like weekend stay that they're at this house. But the the preface to the film actually takes place just like a week or two longer, or I mean a few weeks, you know, anyway, because she, Laura Linney doesn't just show up that Friday. Right. And then falls in love at, with FDR. At, right. And then uh, Saturday and then the king the comes. comes. You know, it's right. not that. But there's a way that the film delivers this that if, and this is one of the most ridiculous things to say, but it is the way I felt when I watched it. If the movie wasn't about FDR, for and for a little bit there, I forgot it was. And that's not because Bill Murray's bad. Actually, he's really, I, I really he great. great. Yeah. He's amazingly cool in this. And if people aren't used to seeing him be serious or talented, because it's just so easy to write him off as, you know, the comedic guy he if, is. If the you, wise don't, if you don't is, have the right experience. You don't understand how yeah. talented this guy is. Right. But there's a moment where I was watching it, and I'm like, if this wasn't FDR... And it was when everybody was in the house. It looked like this Woody Allen setup of people in the night going from one room to the next and trying to look for their – You know, this was like one hair trigger away from being this who's who, I'm in bed with the wrong person kind of film. And it's not slapstick funny and it's not even that that funny. It is lighthearted, but it it just didn't have that total feel to it. But that's the closest I felt to being able to describe it, which was – 
it's about FDR trying to do this thing, but it's not like real presidential. Right. There's, there is a moment where he has his, it, I'm the president. You, you expect this moment to be a, a more serious or something. Much more. Well, and again, even on the heels of Lincoln, you know, and he's doing this mammoth thing that covers several months, and right. this is just kind of a smaller thing. And, and, and in a way, it's still sort of heavy material because he's ready to commit the country to a, a major war. Right. But there's a very funny moment of foreshadowing in the beginning when he invites Daisy in, Laura Linney in. And they're catching up and like, oh, were you at that wedding? Is that when I saw you last? Right. And he's like, do you do you like stamps? Do you ever collect stamps? Come look at my stamp collection. Yeah. <clears throat> and, he, and he gives her this magnifying glass and she's looking over these stamps and there's a, a page of famous people. And she's like, you must have met all of these people. And he sees where her magnifying glass is. It's on Hitler. Right. And he coyly says, no, not everyone. Not yet. Yeah. And it's just it's a really fun moment that that tells all this stuff very subtly that there's so much going on and about to happen. Right. And and I thought the part of the story that has a lot of power to it beyond the characters and what they're doing is that we know what happens. Right. It's not a fictitious tale. I mean, I guess if you don't believe the letters and the diaries, it's pretty fictitious, but we know the history of stuff that's happening. And it was really interesting to see this president that we pretty much you know, put on a pedestal as being this guy who is, you know, larger than life and strong and had all these small yeah, it, setbacks that it, we like learned same, about. It's like the same kind of thing again as Lincoln, where yeah. it's uh, a take a president who is, you know, so famous and so held, you know, up Wildly out of reach, reared, right? Yeah, right? And show them as like a real human, human with, person. With faults and stuff. And, and it was, uh, it's funny that you... Uh, bring up the stamp part because I, I love that stamp part as a as an introduction just because she yeah. was like so awkward and she, she, was did, really she didn't awkward. know what to do with herself. She didn't know how long to look at each page. And she's she, like, what, and she's, how rude yeah, is it? She's like, flip what and, am I supposed to do with right. this? And then we get to that and, you know, a lot of what was, I thought, really good about this movie, which, you know, I don't know if I loved it in the end. Yeah. It just, it kind of did not click with me exactly right but it's one of those movies where whether i loved it or not it was you know i really appreciate it yeah i mean everything yeah. was done really well and one of the things that was uh great that stood out to me was the the script of this movie was really tightly put together and everybody it was doing specific things for a specific reason when you had like the king and queen alone in their room talking to each other I mean, there were some like awesome conversations going on there. And then when you had FDR and the king, uh -huh. and he comes back. That was the best scene in the world. They were film. having a great conversation anyway, yeah. and that scene was awesome. But then he even comes back to the whole stamp thing, and he's like, right, yeah. I found that uh, you can show a girl stamp. Yeah, and, yeah. It was uh, awesome that he self-referenced like, right. the start of the film. Was, that was really that, cool. There's like a, I mean, the movie is really short. Too. It's 90 yeah. minutes, 95 minutes, something yeah. like that. And really halfway into the film, um, there there is kind of a patience to the start of the film. You were right. When you were describing yeah. it to me, you know, you were like, there's – you got to give it a little bit of time. But, I mean, it's a short film anyway. But you, you it, have to it kinda, is slow You have moving. to kind of get through like the first 20 minutes. Once you get through that, there, there's like a 25, 30-minute chunk of that middle when the king and queen have arrived they're just adjusting they haven't quite talked to everybody yet but when the king starts to talk to fdr from there clock about 30 minutes forward that's the best part of the whole thing yeah. for me uh, on all kinds of different levels uh levels where especially it makes me want to go see you know the king's speech again right you know because 
the king is stuttering, and it's there's an amazingly awesome uh, moment. There's, when a, it's there's just, a part at first where you go, that's not the king. Right, yeah, you're like, that's <laughs> because... not calling me. What the hell? That's no, there's, there's this awesome moment where just FDR and the king are having this conversation, and as men in power, and they're they're not talking about you and know, their wives aren't things, around. And their wives aren't around. They're actually just talking <laughs> Which about Which is important average, for them. Yeah. They're just talking about average stuff. And the king gets really mad because he starts stuttering and he's like, this damn stutter. And there's a moment of real awkwardness. And FDR does the thing that is the most believably cool thing ever. He's just like, gives him his moment. He's like, what stutter? And that's the most powerful moment of the whole film because then he talks to him about like he's like this damn polio. Like look at what it's done to me. Right. Like we are men of incredible power, but we're still men. And you know, then there's a big thing because they both talked about um, how they're uh, you know how they're subjects if you're British or how you're right. you know how the citizens of America look at you. And when they look real hard, they're going to see faults. They're going to see stuff. And that's a big motif for the whole thing. Right. But FDR. As far as this film went, humorously never tried to hide his faults. Everybody knows that he loves his drinks in the morning. His mother's screaming at him. You know, the right. walls are paper thin. This was like, I swear to God, this was like one step away from being a Kenneth Branagh Shakespearean mistake and misstep of the thin walls and miscommunication right. and Three's Company. Like and somebody Goss, sleeping Gossford with somebody. And, stuff yeah. happening and stuff. It's funny because there were so many ways, you know, like I said, when I was trying to think about describing this movie, there are so many different things that this is close to being. Yeah, really which close. Which is so weird. Yeah, it's like it just buzzes around it and it, it never hits on one of them, but it, it's close. It could have very easily gone like a far more serious Lincoln kind of a could have kind of a way and been, yeah. even though we're still trying to get at the man behind the myth and all right. that, it, it could have gone a way more serious way. It could have been like you were saying, kind of like this Woody Allen maybe it really Gosford felt like Park a weird thing yeah. where where comedy you know, of errors is what it what it felt yeah, like. Yeah, it's it, you know there's a, there's this whole thing going on with um, the affairs he's having, mm-hmm. and that's the, why I thought the he was allusion to lots more affairs that he had. Right. There's another woman in the movie that you know she ends up talking to Laura Linney right. eventually about how you know you're not the first. You know, right? We're not it, and there's right. others, and you're gonna get used to it. And she's like, I can't. She's like, and then, and then you're just going, yeah. but it's FDR, right? And, <laughs> and and that could have like spun into a whole other kind of thing. Yeah. And then it could have very easily been really almost like a comedy, like, right? Like, I mean, I, I thought like there a, was like a like a real like a straight comedy. up comedy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, like a, a funny take on FDR. <laughs> yeah. Know? And Bill Murray's right. the guy you want to cast, right? But, Man, he didn't. He didn't falter. He didn't even give you a wink of. He was. He he, he was, was basically good. like, look, I'm gonna play this, and it was gutsy because it's. He imp- was really. You know, it's it's like. Um, it's it's one of those things that's very strange with Bill Murray, and when he takes on like these very serious roles, because even if he's not doing comedy, mm-hmm. what we're usually seeing him do is kind of you know a funny serious. You know, right, he's in yeah, a serious yeah. movie. Like but, Groundhog he, Day. but he's kind like, of he's still well. Of, that's like comedy, comedy. But well, but I mean, you know, I don't mean the Razor's Edge either. There's but. there's not a lot of stuff that we see him in where it's just serious, like a I Lost mean, in Translation just, kind of right, thing. right? Yeah. Exactly. And that was you know even though Lost in Translation after a couple of years that kind of got like a backlash where people didn't right. want to like it I'm anymore. Like, whatever. Uh, but <laughs> but he was 
awesome yeah. in it. He's untouchable, and, and you seriously. Can't, you can't deny that, even if you end yeah. up not liking the movie. Anymore. Right. He was great. And it's just so weird to watch this movie and and just see how good he is yeah. because it's just there still is something no matter how many if the next movie you see right. when he's really serious you still kind of won't believe it right yeah you're just you're just so conditioned to, to it yeah you're just too used to him trying to be funny and and being a comedian he, which he's awesome at too right right but when you see him in a role like this and especially you know things like you see him you know being carried around. Yeah, because his legs like, don't totally work. Own. His legs are gone. Or in that one same scene when he's talking with the king, when you see him, you know, hobbling Get his way over to around. his desk right. and and carrying himself on the table, basically, yeah. you know, hobbling over. It's like you just can't believe that's him. Right. Like he's gonna somehow turn it into a joke or something. I because... love I love the moment too. There's such an easy and fast rapport of kind of awkwardness with everyone like the king and queen have just got there they spend a night in a room that has these drawings of the yeah, British army that's offensive and stuff and that's awesome and they're uncomfortable but they're going to endure it because they've got to just do it for a day and a half but the walls are so thin everyone's screaming there's all this weird story stuff that I won't ruin but it turns out that FDR is outside at like 4.30 in the morning right. and the king and queen are up looking and out the window to see what's going on. Anyway, yeah. And then they realize it and then he's just like, hey, uh, want to go for an early morning swim? Right. And he's like, hey. swimming, right, really? And they go swimming, you know, right. and it's got him, it's got him basically like not stopping or being put down because of the polio and showing the king, who in this, who in this story doesn't believe he's king material. You know, he's he's not built right. up. His wife doesn't build him up. You would be led to believe that FDR is the guy that basically made him king because right. of the, all the pep talk well, he and, gives him. And, you know, the other, uh, I guess, kind of side story going on to that is it, you get the impression, really, that FDR is the first person who ever treated him like he was just a person. Right. Instead and of, not yeah. like a king and not looking at him going, you should be more like this because you're a king or, right. so, you know, whatever it right. is. But you you definitely get the reaction coming back from the king yep. that FDR, as a person in power anyway, right. I mean, he's he's the only person who ever just said, hey, we're just people. We're just guys talking. Right. right. You want a and, cigarette? You know? And he and, jumped yeah. on it uh, a yeah. lot, too, especially when they have the you know famous hot dog thing. That was awesome. And the queen is like flipping out right. and, and going on and on about how – you know, you should not eat the hot right. dog. Your brother you would should, never do it. You, you know, should this be offended. Kind of right, right, exactly. Yeah, you, should, your yeah, brother, you should be offended. And, and he's got the whole the brother thing. And yeah. and it's funny because then that actually comes together at the end of the film where it's FDR is saying, well, it's my wife's thing or, right, yeah. you know, whatever. And it's just a good thing to have at a picnic. Right. What or would whatever. you eat at a picnic? It has huh? nothing to do with Fine. anything. Right. right. And and the king is on board, and he's right. like, you know what? I'm going to eat the hot dog, and I'm right. going to stuff yeah, it that in was my awesome. ears. And right. stuff. I'm going to have him out of everything. He finally kind of stands up to the queen and says, That's, look, yeah. I'm going to eat the hot dog. Mm-hmm. And, and then he does eat the hot dog. And then when we get to the picnic scene, yeah. and then he does eat the hot dog, and then you hear like the voiceover, and she says, maybe it wasn't. Right, maybe it wasn't his wife's. Uh, and, it was, and all signs point to it really being FDR's idea, the guy who knew – he knew they were going to get into war, and he knew that he had to get the country behind them, and he knew that the country still, you know, they looked at they looked at England as kind of like the snobby talking down to us, so you think you're so they, better than us. 
He knew what they it would take. They looked at the king in a certain way. Right. And he knew FDR what it would take. It, that it was to be different. It was yeah. awesome. He knew what it would take to get America to like love the, the royalty again. And he's right. like, all it's going to take is for you to eat a hot dog in front of the press. <laughs> right. And he doesn't come out and say it to everybody. He just casually influences over a couple conversations and reinforces the king you know, with like – your dad would be really proud of you. If right. I were your father, I would be proud. Right. And it's a great scene when he comes back up, the king, to uh, the room that they're staying in. And the queen is not sleeping and they're talking about this conversation. And you can see that she's visibly like jealous and affected about how powerful and excited he is. Like this is right. who the exactly. king is. Right. And I can't make the king like this. Like as the queen, this is her failing. Right. That she can't em- embolden her husband to be this powerful and confident. And FDR did it after like just a night of jokes and storytelling. And it doesn't seem like they talked about politics at all. It looked like they just had a lot of whiskey, right. a few cigarettes, and they just told stories out of school all night long. And well, and it's funny and too. Huge. And it's funny because the king comes back in and says, "What'd you talk about?" And he says, "We just told stories. <laughs> we just told stories." Like he's very funny. And you know? it's something about and like she's the like, coronation, about me? And yeah, the this and that, yeah. and uh, y- you know, I don't know. And, yeah, and then she says. Uh, FDR was talking about his wife. Well, you didn't talk right. about me. And he goes, no, oh, no, 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 no. Of course we not. Didn't. Yeah. No one talked about me. <laughs> but, but like what you said a minute ago, all of these really amazingly fun things, yet still, there's just something about it. Maybe if it had committed to hitting one of these directions it was going in. Because right. it was, all of these things that it, it is it so was, close to being, it had all these and now potentials. it's like this limbo thing. Right, that, and it didn't do any one thing. It was like this soft um, voiceover summer memoir and it was this really funny, like engaging presidential portrait, and it was the situational comedy, and right. it was, it was just all these things. And when it was concentrating on every single one of them, it seemed to be really, really, really good, waiting to be great, and it right. never got to great. It just kind of dialed right. back and, and went it, to the next and thing even, to be really, really good. You at. know, we haven't even talked very much about Laura Linney. I know, and, and, she's and that's great kind of us. the whole thing. And it's weird because there's kind of. You know, there are really a multitude of movies going on here. Yeah. And one of them is his relationship with Laura Linney, which takes up more of the movie than you would think based right. on our talking about it. Right. No, yeah. We're but then, it, but it really but then at there. the same time, there's all these parts of the movie that she's not there. I mean, yeah, she, there's a she, fair amount. She's, she's just not gone. there when the right. king and queen are talking in their room or yep. when, you know, they're having these conversations and stuff. And, and there's a lot of, you know, by the time we get to the end and we get to that picnic scene, yeah. it's, we're already in uncomfortable situation right. territory yeah. with her. But it's very strange because we're focusing on her, but then for long, you know, long stretches scenes, of time. Yeah. right, we're not paying any attention to her. Right. She's not even there. Right. So it's a very, it's a very weird idea of how <laughs> things come together, except that we want to. You know, that's the time frame that she existed in. Yeah. So then we want to talk about that. And it's good because it does great stuff. Yeah. It's just that it's hard to kind of figure out what this movie is. Right. And what's interesting about that is that uh, we both talked about how the movie is kind of almost all these different things. And, you know, if you watch the screeners or, or not the screeners, but if you watch the trailers or, yeah. or any of like the TV spots that you might see, not that this is getting the biggest marketing yeah, push really in the not. universe, it's right? Weird, yeah. But if you watch the trailer, it's almost like this movie is not trying to sell itself at all to anyone. Yeah. 
It's like the it's just hey we're it, out there. It's we're just the, going look. This is a movie about FDR. Right now, you mm-hmm. already know you're either going to see it or you're not. Right. So why try and tell you anything about it? Right. Yeah. It's a historical movie. It's got Bill Murray. It's about FDR. And there's no point telling you anything right. else because nothing, and, it's, and it's not Lincoln. So, no, nothing I mean, we say you know. will. It, the people who are going to see it are going to see it no matter what we say. Right. And the people who aren't right. aren't going to show us just it. because we yeah. try and sell it. So yeah. it's like the movie is just not even trying. Right. It doesn't really tell you anything much about what goes on in the movie. It doesn't yeah. tell you why you want to go see it. You know, it, yeah. it doesn't try to kind of hook you in or anything. It just goes, look, it's this. Right. And if you if Cover you're up for it, yeah, right. Right. And and I don't know, that's, sort, that's sort of how to... the movie actually really is too. Yeah, it's it like, is. this is what we're this doing. This is the story. You either you, like it you, or you, you don't. don't. Yeah. It was it was interesting in the same way to some extent that that Lincoln was because really what you're seeing is FDR as a as a president and also as the actor portraying him. Really, his power is in how he deals with people. Right, like his interaction with the king, the queen, his mother, his wife, right, and Eleanor is crazily fun. Like, not I'm I'm gonna backpedal a second. She's a really interesting character in the film, portrayed really, really excellently. But I'm glad she wasn't in it a lot. Right, like she was and, just just the right amount of her was perfect, and, and, that, and they just sort of have the, a very sort weird of relationship. Story. But that's. That's sort of the story that it's trying to sell you is right. that if she was in the movie anymore, it would be inaccurate. Right. Like because she just right. shouldn't, she be, just around shouldn't be around that much. So. And, and they dismiss her. And it's funny when you get the – there's an interesting perspective because we're supposed to be you know, Laura Lenny. Like she's right. the one that's introducing us to the strange world of politics and Hyde Park and how things are run. But there's a moment when we're really the king and queen of England when they're on their way to the – to the to the house and they're talking about like what to expect and he's like well you know the president will be staying there it's really his mother's house and king's like and his wife and he's like well she doesn't stay there she's at another house with right. some other women and he's like some other women he's like yeah and it's not even really his house he's not i mean w- 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 it'll be all right <laughs> right just, you know and you're you see the bewilderment on Eddie. his face he's just kind of like i don't know where i am i know i don't know what's and i love it when he's like i want to meet some americans just right, pull over so pull over and there's the guy on the tractor. <laughs> the guy on the tractor and the kid on the bike and he's just like what the heck is right. going on and so no, nobody knows who you are and, and nobody, nobody gets cares. it and nobody gets it yeah <laughs> and, and he so doesn't funny. know what to do with that right but there's there's these little flecks of you know and that's also like the power of of fdr he's the centerpiece for the whole thing and how he handles everybody is really the the thing that moves the story forward but even if he's not in scenes there's still a lot of fun stuff like well when he was driving him to the picnic and uh the queen gets out of the car and she doesn't say anything to anyone except I'm not driving with him anymore. Right. Like that's right. it. Like that was my last car ride with right. FDR driving. We've seen him drive before, right. so we know what's going on. Right. But um, I, you know, it is. It's a weird push for the film, and it's weird that it comes out so close to Lincoln and being somewhat so close in idea to what Lincoln was doing. Right. You know, as far as a film, but it's not like Lincoln at all. No. I mean, we can make it sound like it, and right. we probably no, have. It's, but it's complete. It's completely different feel going on. But it was, yeah. you know, it was a. It, it's odd because I want to say it was a fun movie, except I don't know if I can bring myself yeah. to say that because it's not. It's slow and it's yeah. And but not in a in a horrible it's way. It's not in anything. a bad way. Slow. It, it, it's but just kind of slow. It's kind of a slow, meandering yeah. kind of a movie. It almost makes you feel like the location is the pace of the film. Like it's just this. Right, countryside, exactly. like you're in the country now, and this is kind of countryside and this pacing. Is, and this is how, and we this is roll. how we're going to yeah. do it, and this is how you're going to get your story. And 
I love it when uh, I love it when they have the fight and she's not going to see FDR. Uh, Daisy's not seeing FDR and he keeps sending a car for her and she's like, just right. tell the president no. And the, right. the guy's like, oh, okay, I um, can't do, do that. what now? <laughs> so he right. finally had enough and he just drives up to see her and her aunt, who she's taking care of, is like out on the porch in her nightgown right. and her hair is all done. She sees the president and she goes, ee! Right. And she runs inside. I, I thought that was funny. Yeah. But. Uh, there was a lot of stuff like that. So, you know, this is one of those movies <laughs> where it's uh, – I think I would give this movie – um, we'll wrap up and see if we can't get through some uh, worse movies we're real ju- quick. Yeah, it's funny. We're just close enough to end to not really dive into it, but we've still got a fair amount of time to yeah, talk. So we, we, could, we could probably make We could bash on Ebert but, some more. Um, I, you know, I I feel kind of like – Four stars on this movie, except that I almost sort of feel like that's a little bit high. But I liked a lot of this movie. Yeah. And there's something nagging me about how it did not exactly come together in a way that I wanted it to. But I still really liked a lot of it. But even giving it four stars, it's a hard movie to sell to anybody, just like as the movie itself obviously knows. Right. If you think you might like this movie, you will like it a lot. Right. I suspect. Right. But, you know, people who aren't going to go see it anyway, I don't know how I'm going to convince them to see there's it. A, yeah, there's a certain number, uh, excuse me, a certain type of person that if they were like, hey, we're thinking of want, if this was out, you know, right. in a theater or if it was even Redbox or movie rentals or right. whatever, there's a certain type of friend that I know that I would be like, I think you really dig this. Go go check out Hyde Park, right. you know, but you're not going to get the Michael Bay lover to sit down long enough well, to watch no, this but, or you're not even right. going to get like, you know, it, it is, it is a hard sell. It's got some things going for it, which is Bill Murray's awesome. But if you tell somebody Bill Murray's in a film and he's awesome, they're going to expect laughs and well, you're going to get some, but not the way you want them. It's kind of, it, it it's, it's a tricky kind of like, push. it's, it's even trickier than like Lincoln, you know I mean? In and, a lot and, of ways. And Lincoln is. obviously is so huge at this point that right. you don't even have to sell it to anybody, but Assume it weren't a huge thing, right. right? You could talk somebody into Lincoln, yeah, a lot easier than, than I think you probably than could. this one, especially just because it's got kind of that whole pacing thing. You have to be prepared yeah. for the pace of yeah. the movie because it's slow and it's yeah. just not. It's not in a bad way. It's not something that I think is like a fault of the movie. My my instant reaction for this is actually pretty instant. Like I saw it this morning and. I, as soon as it was done, I thought I wanted to rewatch one scene, um, and I kept thinking about it over and over again. But I was, as soon as it was done, I was like, "That's a that's a pretty good four uh, four star or three and three quarter star film." Right. Like, where is it? What's teetering? What's keeping it? And it was just the just the slow pace. Right. Like, because there's no there's no writing problem, there's no performance problem, the directing, the the look of it. There's not an annoying soundtrack. Like, it's just right. it's good. It's just a good movie, but it's not great. It just except in the yeah. Specifics. I think I think it's just one of those you know did not quite click for either of us, and maybe yeah. for other people it will. But yeah. for me, I wanted. I just kind of felt, kept feeling like I wanted it to pick. Yeah. What direction it was going to go a little bit more. It uh, didn't even have to be a lot yeah. more. Just a li- right. Just a, I'm going to give it. I'm going to stand on four stars with it because yeah. the stuff that was really awesome, you know, was really really great. And even if it pulled back from it, that was really fun to see and watch. Right. And, and you know, it's worth it for me. I could recommend it even just to see Bill Murray. He was that. Yeah. Good. He, he was that he good. Was so good. He is really that good in it. So I don't. I don't know. I guess we're not. And I was surprised actually. I'm. I was surprised to have seen I that film. Not because of, too, yeah. not because I don't like 
Bill Murray and not because I don't like Laura Linney or anybody else in the film, but I just didn't think that it was going to be that interesting to me. And it wasn't five-star interesting, but it was more than I thought. I thought watching it, I'm like, well, it's going to be an average film, two and a half stars. And it it did some stuff that I was not expecting it to do, like like really diving into this whole The the King kind of thing and really going this whole behind the scenes and that little, you know, smoking in the parlor session that they had and everything. I I didn't expect it to be going that way, so... So that was a surprise. That was a good surprise. So should we just do the worst movies or what? Because now people expect us to do the worst movies. Do we not have time for and the we worst got, movies? I don't think we have time to go real. I mean, we could we could run through them, but really, you know as well as I do, we're going to talk about them and be like, oh, you really thought that was bad? Well, okay. So, I I mean, I don't know. Let's just run through them and see what we can get done. Actually, before before we do that, though, I do have to say, next week is going to be a really fun week for we me. Doing? Next week is going to be a really fun week for me because next week we get to see The Hobbit. And, and you right, we're have, not going to have we're not going to do the top ten films because we're going to talk about this you, right now. You, All right, you have been rolling your eyes every time we every gone. time we have to see the trailer oh of The Hobbit. I mean, at one point you were like up for a role in that, right, or something? There was, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what yeah. it is. That's where my ire comes uh, from. Exactly. Is that I didn't get. I don't know what it is. You were like, I wanted to be younger. You're like Gloin or something, right? or. I don't know what it is that is ticking you off about this movie so I, much. You know what it every is? Every time we see it, <laughs> I, I feel like you're gonna like leave. I know. Well, everyone's well now. You're so used to it. Like when it starts, you always I see you look over at me, and I'm like, I'm still not impressed with this. Like, look, all right, I I think Peter Jackson's great, and he's done really great films. But I hate the expectation that this is going to be Oscar worthy, awesome, just because it's more freaking hobbits. Like I and I told you that there's that there is anyway. oh there is otherwise they wouldn't think it was the cash cow like we're gonna split it up into four movies now like really well, no, this the, book is not this no, book is think, not that long that, and they want to do all of these things. I think that's a very different and I'm thing disgusted because, by that I think that's a very different thing because I don't think it's this whole Oscar worthy whatever necessarily thing it, even though the the Lord of the Rings you know got its nods and and, and that's why this won't but I think it is going to make. Oh, it's gonna make him kajillions of dollars, and I, I those this, are very different. No, and I, I agree. Get nominated I agree. or make no. a ton of money. I can tell you right now, it won't get nominated, and it won't get nominated for the same historical reason that none of the two previous films, which were enormous in their scope and their direction and their look and everything, didn't because everyone knew that the Return of the King was gonna be the one that nailed it, and it was like this award. Well, they did get nominated. They just didn't win. They weren't going to win. Right. And who and whoever thought they were going to win, whoever thought that the first two films had a shot at winning, legitimately, you know, I'm sorry, there was no way. Because when you well, know there's a third film that's coming, that's just the way that they're you they're going to vote. Yeah, that's how it is. And right. this film, it, it, he's already got an Oscar for Tolkien's story. Right. And this falls under it. He's right. not going to get another one. If he does, I'm going to punch some Hobbit right in the face. <laughs> right. But I hate the expectation of it, and I also don't like the the new thing, which is Harry Potter did it, Twilight's doing it. All these films are now do I expect Star Wars will start doing it because Disney they want to make a lot of money, one take one big story and split it into two or three things, right. and that just drives me crazy because just tell the story. You know, it's going to make a ton of money. Your film's right. going to be awesome, but every time we see the movie, I I lean over to you and I'm like, if when we're watching The Hobbit. And in the film, like when they start singing in the trailer, I guarantee people are going to start humming or singing in the theater. And when they do, 
I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to stand up and let some people know some Tolkien language right from the get-go. Yeah, we'll be ready for that. Okay, it just I hate the I hate the expectation that oh it, here it is look this is how in the trailer though great it love this because of who I am and what I've done right because it just you seems saw like the it other ones before so, much. so you and it makes me and I'm like no forget you divide it up into ten movies yeah whatever okay so now we got like, we got that. like a minute left and I am going to say my list anyway we really can, we With can actually left? talk about it yeah right, well you're we, gonna say we your can list. Go, I'm not gonna get any time we can go over a little bit if we oh, have that's to, right. but it's been so long since we've gone over said the thing I know since well we should go over since we said the thing and people have actually emailed me I'm gonna at least say the so uh, if you're live and listening to us, this is going to end really soon. So we're just, <laughs> you're not going to get the list. So we're just going to say, no, I'm just going to, we're just going to go over enough. Right. Because you're right. You're right. List. I forget that so, we can go over now. So we're going to do right. our list as we go over. So, but if you, if you are listening live for tuning in and, so you know, confusion. if you listen to the podcast version, then right. you'll get the list. And I don't want to talk about them for a real long time because I don't want to go that far over. No, it'll just be a few minutes. We could talk about it next time or something. Right. But we're out of time live yeah. now, so That's thanks it. for tuning in. Thanks. But uh, for all you podcast listeners, here we go. Guess what? <laughs> bonus. Now, the thing is – yeah, super bonus. The <laughs> super thing bonus. is no, – We should but, have new music for super bonus. Yeah. No, we should. That Actually, would that cool. would be really cool. We're gonna, okay, now it's super bonus. Super okay. bonus time. Somebody send us in a clip <laughs> that will be our super bonus music. Or I'll just hum something. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I don't want to talk about these for a long time because I don't want to go over a long time. But uh, now we – said we were going to do it, so mm-hmm. we might as well at least say what our list is. And here's the, the thing that I want to say about the worst list, and we were talking about this a minute ago. I cannot believe all of the movies that did not make it on my worst list. This is the weirdest, yeah. craziest year. Yeah. And three movies that we were talking about, um, just because we happened to mention them, and I don't know what your list is anyway, but we were talking about uh, the American Pie movie. American Pie Reunion. Prometheus, right. which we both hated yeah. with with a lot of vehemence, yeah, right. <laughs> and Dark Shadows, right. which uh, I didn't end up hating that movie, but it really irritated me with the I ending. Think, I think your list would be different if you'd made it in the summer, because I remember being so collectively deflated by how great it was, and then just whoosh. But it, it at, but it at least had positive qualities. So about time it. has healed some so wounds the, for you. The thing that is weird okay. that I that. This is a year that those three right. movies, much as I hate them, yeah. <laughs> are not on the 10 worst yeah. movie list. See, that makes me want to hear your list anyway. Because that's insane. Okay, so the uh, my number 10 is Wanderlust, okay. which I hated. Mm-hmm. And it actually really irritated me that it even got made because it was the, the goofiest, yeah, screwball like you know the thing that uh, really irritates me about movies are the movies that are it's really just a vacation for the actors. Yeah, right. And they and they get a couple of weeks. Yeah, off, off basically. And like, and they do? work for like twenty minutes yeah, a day. Like, hey, paycheck. And so. they go whatever. So yeah. that was a movie like that. For me. <laughs> Right. So, what do you want to do? Should we just each go through our list real quick, or, or yeah? Back I mean, I, I had a different. I had a different. Uh, I actually had a bunch of films that were trying to make it, and I realized I saw some on video, and I just right. segregated them just for the fun of it. But Whatever. my number 10 film was Savages. Oh, okay. It's See, just, that's another movie that's not on my list. It was just on my list. I kind of stuck to, though, a lot of the films that I saw that I didn't like. Um, 
earlier in the year were all things on on video, things like Jay right, Edgar, right, right. Green Lantern, like just films. Uh, the quick list is Green Lantern, Jay Edgar, Boondock Saints, the remake of The Thing, Clash of the Titans remake, Immortals, and Real Fear, this freaking horrible film. You didn't like Immortals? I didn't like Immortals at all. I loved that. Did you really? And I was like, well, these films basically, like the films that it's I... Like, it's like a Tarsum saying thing. I, I love his movies. But, but the films for the list now that we're going to do, for the most part, I stuck to the stuff that we did see. Right. You know, I mean, oh, okay. and even and even in some regard, I would play with this list a little bit now that I'm looking at it more. But Savages is definitely on my list. Right. And, and actually, like, like I, you know, in for full disclosure, which, uh, I have seen a lot of movies that you have not seen. Yeah. And especially I saw a lot of them like really recently. Right. You, last, yeah, you've been on two weeks. You've been on a hard push. So you're going <laughs> to see some things that yeah. the last two weeks for me have been so, okay. like, nothing but watching movies. That was okay. my 10. Yeah, and th- that's just another one to add for the list. That yeah. Savages is not on my list is right. bizarre. Well, it means a lot to me because I was with you. I know how I much know. you didn't like these four films now that aren't on your list. Well, so and I'm see, curious Savages, there. this came down to there were movies where I was like, but did I like anything about that movie? Did I? Were there any good parts? And there were – if you cut out like some 15 minutes – off of the beginning of Savages and like 20 minutes off the end. Oh, I hated that. Then thing. I, right. I kind of liked some of the stuff going I did on like, in the middle of right. that. And that's why it's my... So, so I'm like going, there are positive things. There are times when a film has some good things to it, but and that redeems it. And sometimes that takes it off my list. Other times it just infuriates Other me times more and it reinforces that, it. Right. But as far as I'm concerned, you know... Savages. That was horrible. Savages. Yeah, no, there. it definitely was still horrible. Yeah, I, I have. But I did. But it is head. on my list. It is the least horrible of the horrible. It's almost right. like it's almost like the right. one I liked the best. Right. So, and I, because I agree, there were a lot of parts about the middle of that that I loved, like the John Travolta stuff and the hey, you right, think right. about it. Right. You and know, the stabbing him in the hand. Right. And the video still tell me he's like, think about it. He's like, you think about it. You know, that still cracks me up. Stop telling me to think about it. All right. Uh, my number nine is par- Paranormal Activity 4. <laughs> You're all alone on that. I wouldn't which even was, go watch that which one. It was really, I don't even really care to crazy. Ever see that movie was, oh, and man. you know, I don't. there are some people who like these movies, and I, you know, <laughs> I, I that, did not hate the first one. Uh, you know, I thought it was talked okay. about this. Like, yeah. Okay, fine. That was a, a mm-hmm. kind of an interesting thing, and you're doing something. And it's it's kind of like even like with the Saw movies. You know, mm-hmm. you want to go have an entertaining right. time or whatever. Eventually, it's like, look, do something else, right? right? And this movie, I swear to God, this movie was like, if you wanted to make the Scream, mm-hmm. you know, the the parody of of right. the thing, you don't even have to do that anymore because it's <laughs> like you already have this. It's I like just hope it's the film that really kills that franchise. I know everyone said I that think, it was, but I think five is already in the works. Actually, nine for oh God, <laughs> nine for me was Total Recall, the remake. I was. You remember, I was so mad at that. Film. I know, it was you one hated of, that one. I didn't see Red Dawn th- this year yet. I don't know that I will or won't. A friend of mine just went and saw it, and she told me it was so bad it's good because you know how bad right. it is. Right. And she's like, "You've got to see it just to see how horrible they mess up everything." Just and I'm like, how goofy I, "I'm like, don't became? I have more important stuff to do for two hours <laughs> you, than to do this?" You think you do? Because it's an exercise in curiosity, and you know, but. This is the most unnecessarily needed, right. you know, year of remaking films. Okay. So. Um, my eight. eight is Men in Black Three. Huh. Okay. 
Because I okay. hated that movie. I guess I didn't. I didn't. I don't remember being that down on it like you were. But I guess I understand that. Yeah. No. I, I'm, I, I, I guess I'll say this: we, I don't have any legs to stand on to defend it. Right. I, I understand. When I don't agree we with it, but initially I, reviewed it, I think you were a little bit. I think I was prettier on yeah. it than I was. But, yeah, but so you, I just hated that movie. My my eight was American Reunion. I just again uh, unnecessary okay. money grabbing and just not funny. It is. The, was it was the, the comedic, craziest thing. Yeah, it was the comedic version of you know Paranormal Activity four. It was right. the fourth or fifth or twelfth installment right. that you know just was like let's just throw and, familiar faces yeah. out. So it was okay. Right. Uh, seven was a thousand words for me. Really, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Everybody hates that film. Oh God! Oh, yeah, wow. it was. It, you know, the thing that was weird about <laughs> that Eddie one Murphy. is it's a different kind of bad for me. That movie was yeah. because it was, you know, it wasn't horrible in the normal sense. Right. It was just so boring and yeah. almost like I've heard it was sad. Absolutely. Yeah. It was like really Eddie. This is poor Eddie, man. Not that he didn't just get voted right. the worst. The most overpaid guy, whatever. I'm like, yeah, that's fun. But no, that was terrible. Despite the one funny moment in the movie I'm about to say next, it was just, it was disappointing. It was the dictator. The one moment where he slides into the building naked. You and I laughed at that genuinely. I've got that on my list. Really? Because I was waiting for a cross. I was like, when, oh, yours must be higher. Well, that was my, what is it, 10, 9, 8. That was my 7. Yeah, okay. Uh, my, My next one, I guess we're on. Six. What are we on here? Six? Do I have enough movies? <laughs> I don't. Ha- I don't even have ten movies in my top ten. <laughs> list. I wrote my list down wrong. This is the greatest like bad list ever. Yeah. And now we're going over for this. Okay, my list is actually only eight apparently. Well, then let me catch up. This is like my this is like my fourth version of this list, and I have like twenty <laughs> movies really. Seven. All right. So seven was the dictator for me. How many do you have? Do you have six more? I have eight. I have eight total. All right. So I'm going to do the next two. Uh, the next one for me is Dark Shadows because again right. for me it just when the end fell out it really bothered me right. because so much was well, going on. Well now I apparently then, have two more spaces on my list so I can Well, I guess <laughs> I you do. add other things. So I had Dark Shadows and then to do one more um to get caught up to your mini list uh <laughs> The Raven. The Raven? The Raven. Wow. Raven was one of the worst not, films. I did not hate that movie. It was it was just this attempt to, you know, make this really it, it had potential for like making a horror film based on Seven and all these really awesome grisly murders cuz Poe's books are not friendly right. deaths. And it didn't have the nuts to do it. And it and it didn't miscast John uh, Cusack, but it just I, didn't have a good story and it was boring as hell. I thought that there was still some fun to be had in that movie. You've and there got were the Raven so on your many list. other things. No, I no, it's the, one of those. The empty Raven ones. was never yeah. even a consideration. The Raven was and I, I had like twenty list. movies that I was picking from. I looked at my list it. and it beat out a few films because it was the Raven was honestly one of these things that was more disappointing. And because it was so disappointing, it reinforced how bad I didn't like it. Okay. Sorry. I don't know. I, right. I had an okay time with that. I didn't love that movie or anything, but I had an okay time with it. So now so, I've got four left. So now are we on four? I guess so, because i got four left. Okay. My four is Magic Mike. You saw Magic Mike twice. How can you say you didn't like <laughs> I saw, I actually Mike? saw it one and a half times. Did because, you really? Because I was my, just joking. my wife watched saw. it. 
and I caught little bits of it when she was watching right. it. And she actually had the exact same reaction as I did, right. which I was kind of surprised by yeah. because I thought, you know, it's what this whole girl thing, woman thing, right? It's man candy, so. And, you know, she said basically it's like showgirls, but guys. Right. It's a movie that yeah. – and it's so weird because it's Steven Soderbergh. And I you're know. like, what? You and I had this very funny conversation <laughs> walking out of the it's theater, insane. and I remember telling you because we were joking about it, and it was when we went to go see Ted. And I was like, I know I'm going to see Magic Mike. Right. And you were like, really? And I'm like, it's Soderbergh. Like, I love right. Soderbergh's films. I don't really don't care what he directs, but right. yeah, I still haven't seen it. So maybe Dude, I'm... seriously, it is just weird. <laughs> yeah. It is so weird. And it's it's kind of funny because if you take it apart and put it back together, like yeah. step by step, it's almost the exact same movie as Showgirls. Really? I mean, except for the fact that it's got this whole, you know, huh. kind of downward spiral kind of thing, which Elizabeth Berkeley does not really right. go through. Maybe but it's got it like the, it's got like kind of the new person involved in like the right. game, right? With the other people who are seasoned know, and they're teaching, yeah, right. right. And they're protecting and the then, space. And then and... we go through looking at ooh the you know horrible life this really is and everything, <laughs> right. drugs, the whole effect. Does, and, does oh, Matthew McConaughey God. push? Take him down a flight of stairs and break his leg or something. Because if that happened in that as well as Showgirls, I would say, no. look, Soderbergh meant this to be no. like a straight up ripoff. <laughs> no, no, right. but it's weird. But actually, you know, people have been talking about Matthew McConaughey in that movie yeah. as like supporting actor or right. something, and he is pretty good yeah. in this movie. The fact that anyone in this movie would get nominated for anything is sort of a farce, if right. you ask me. But right? It is crazy bad. It is like it is. <laughs> Awesome. It is exactly like Showgirls in that I am pretty confident that when we get the 20th anniversary yep. Blu-ray release, there will be like a self-parody commentary track just cool. like on Showgirls. That's awesome. It's horrible. My fourth is Wrath of the Titans. That just, was very close you know, to it being was, on my list. It, too. Was, it played on and off on my list, and I thought, and it yeah, probably would have been if I'd actually went to ten. Yeah, which, <laughs> for, for whatever reason, right. I did if, not do. If but, you had decided to play, you know, yeah, man, that was that was just a bad one. That was really, really bad. It was actually hard to watch that, and for yeah. like an action kind of movie like that, you know, even when you have things <laughs> that are kind of that do nothing for me that I don't really love, right. like the uh, the last Terminator movie, I thought mm -hmm. was like terrible. I didn't even hate the second one, but the the last one was really yeah. terrible. Or stuff like, um, you know, it makes me think of Bad Boys and right, you know right. Michael Bay know kind of stuff. Yeah, I can at least like sit through it fine. Right, I, I can go, wow, this is like bad, but right. it's like you can kind of at least be entertained a little bit, yeah. you know, and that and was hard. Play along with it, and that movie that just one was, was hard. And we saw that in 3D, and that was even like harder because it was <laughs> right. really right in front of me. Right, like it was right there. You know, whenever I think about that movie, I keep going back to the part where, um, you know, the giant creature or whatever is breaking through the ground and, right. and coming up. And when you're watching that scene in the movie, it's like we haven't even really fixed the set completely, and we're still <laughs> shooting anyway. It's like, right. yeah, it's, it's like awesome. we're not even done. Yeah, just. Put stuff together, show this, but do that. Yeah, it's like you can see the lot in the background right. and stuff. And right, PAs are running around. Yeah, that movie was crazy. All right, it's, so your number. It's not on my list, but it certainly it would have been. been. So I love it. You're like, if I'd done to ten, it probably would have yeah, been there. Uh, three. Number three for me is the dictator. So you already, oh, that's you already had the dictator. Yeah, that's neat. Uh, that was <laughs> that was just bad. That's funny. Three for me was 
<laughs> Resident Evil Retribution. That was three? That's three. I know. How that's probably that your number. It's got, I already know it has to. I'm not ruining anything. It's got to be really high on your list, if not the number one, because you said when we left the theater, you're like, I have a new <laughs> worst right. film I've ever How, seen. Ballistic X versus see, Sever. You did not see two worse movies. I saw that. two films worse than that, and I'll you're, tell you yeah, I'll tell you well, what they I are. I guess we'll get there. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what my number two is then. Okay, well, go ahead. Because I want – then here. you'll do two. I'll do one, and then your number one will be right. – we'll end on that. Number two is Cloud Atlas. Oh man, that didn't make it on my list. Well, it should have. If you did to ten, you might you might find it on there. And, and you, it was another one of these. You that, thought Cloud Atlas was worse than Resident Evil? I I did, and and you part of not. it is part of it. Is, <laughs> I re, I remember walking out of Resident Evil. I with actually you. I remember talking about all these things that Cloud Atlas uh, that, that Resident Evil could have done, but Cloud Atlas again because it had potential. And it squandered it, and it made itself harder to watch than it was absolutely necessary with the pretense of we're going to show you how brilliant we are. Like all the, right. all the, all the development behind the scenes further you know, made me dislike it all the more in addition to what I was seeing in front of right. everything. There was, there was, in Resident Evil, I didn't go into it expecting that it would anything. be awesome. I expected nothing from it, and I saw some moments where I thought were really – Interesting. Like in a, as a video game, like when Mila Jovovich had like a thousand lives and it was represented there. And I'm like, that's a nice touch. I wish they'd run with it. But uh, they didn't. But in Cloud Atlas, I there was the expected. I got it. And somehow in Cloud that's Atlas, better. I expected. Well, this is an interesting topic for some time too, which yeah, is when you go to a film and you expect something and you're disappointed, is it worse than going in with no expectations and meeting every one of them? <laughs> when you expect nothing and that's it was what you just, get, it was that's so not bad. as bad. It was so bad because bad. I liked the story it was based it's, on for the most funny, part. It's funny about Cloud Atlas, like you were saying. Um, it's a horrible movie. It it, it, it really is you a know. horrible movie. And But what's funny that you just mentioned is... <laughs> I love that, that you called me out. You were talking about something worse than, you were than talking Resident about. Evil. How you know it's got this whole pretentious look how smart we are yeah. thing, and once you get past like the halfway point in Cloud Atlas, anytime anyone says anything right. that might have anything to do with life and understanding right. things or something like that, the movie gets worse. Yeah, because everything they say is first of all pretty stupid, but right. second of all, they say like the most you know. Bizarre. It's yeah. almost like somehow I was watching Forrest Gump all of a sudden. Right. They say like the most like bumper sticker, yeah. goofy things, right. and they say it as though they just came up with they, the like idea. Was it. Like no one had ever heard that before. I just I remember talking to somebody just recently. This isn't a big story because I know we're moving, but there, someone was telling me you know their worst of the film, the worst of the summer, and the worst of the, that they'd seen this year. And I said Cloud Atlas was up there, and they were like, Oh, you didn't like it? And they were like, Not real, like offended, but kind of like. A little offended, like right. oh, you just did you not understand it? And I'm right. like, did I not understand? Yeah, it? no, it lost me. I and I'm like, and confused. I'm like, if you think I didn't like it because I didn't understand it, I get it. But how many times did you read the book? And they're like, oh, I haven't, I haven't read the book. And I'm like, okay, now wait a minute. I, I think <laughs> that's when I got I, a, that's when I got irritated right. on. And I'm like, I read the book and saw the film. You know what I you think? Don't have actually, any, you know, you know what I think is if. If it's this new you, film. If you say that to somebody, right? right? If you say – if somebody says they didn't like it and you go, you didn't like it, did you understand it? Right. You didn't understand it. Right. You right. think you understood right. something. This is, this is why I was <laughs> but, like – I normally don't get snobby on someone, but I'm like, hey, I've, I've read the book. I understood the book quite <laughs> right. well. Yeah. All right. So uh, anyway. So yeah. Number two for you. <laughs> number two for me is That's My Boy. 
which I don't think you saw even. No, I knew, the, I knew to stay away from that. Adam Sandler. That would be like you saying, did you step in that where, pile of crap in the yeah, yard? And I'm like, like, I knew to walk away from it. Adam Sandler is yeah. the guy's dad, and uh, hilarity ensues. And Andy oh, Samberg and God, Adam Sandler. And, yeah. so, it's so like <laughs> painful. It's funny because Adam. every time Adam Sandler comes out with a movie now, all I think about is um, – God, what was that movie? Uh, the uh, came out like a couple of years ago, where he's he's like playing a guy who makes stupid comedy movies, and oh, you see yeah. like the posters in his house, yeah. and it's oh. um, I forget the name of the movie, but I just keep thinking right. you're actually that guy, <laughs> yeah. and it really sucks because he's he's been in movies that I liked, and I like he, he's, he's been in movies I like. They're not a lot, you know. They're not hard to get into. It's but. been a long time though now. Now we're getting yeah. to the point where, you know, he's trying to, you know, push Eddie Murphy off I'll his get, pedestal. <laughs> I'll get you in touch with that person. They'll be like, you just didn't understand. <laughs> right. I like, didn't really? understand. That's my point. All right. What's your number one? My number one is Prometheus. What? My number one film. Uh, the worst now you're film, just, the worst film last now year you're just was cheating. Prometheus. No, There's no film. way that Prometheus was <laughs> worse, worse than, than Retribution. Evil. Yeah, no, it was. No it was. And there were reasons Now for we're going to get letters and No, let them come. I I would love to have a conversation with Ridley Scott and <laughs> just be like, <laughs> just really? This is seriously? This is so horrible. It's not even... It, no, it all really it was, was with Damon Lindelof. You know, it was all him. The all thing his is weird. infuriating ending, his writing, it was all shit. <laughs> We're on overtime now, right. so it was just shit. Right, so now it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> now it doesn't matter. That's the magic thing right, it was, that we're not bleep. live. Right. I just censored myself for you there. there. It's funny because I was obviously thinking about that because we mentioned it, and you know, I don't even probably have to say, right, obviously my number one pick <laughs> is Resident <laughs> Evil Retribution because that you know, is, that's you know, forget this year. That is the new <laughs> worst movie that I have ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, man. But, you know, like you were saying, we actually clearly have different ideas going into the worst list because – Well, I did have a caveat. I, in the I don't think that either of your movies that you list below Resident Evil Retribution would even like really count as possible movies to be this on my list. This is different though. Again, Prometheus was like Cloud Atlas. There's a pattern to this, and it follows suit at least in the way that I looked at the movies when I made this today, uh, this weekend, which is – was the expectation there? I expected a lot of Prometheus. I expected more out of Prometheus than I did anything else on my list. Certainly more than Total Recall. I didn't expect anything out of Total Recall. Right. Savages, I didn't really care. I was just like, okay, Oliver Stone, I like Oliver Stone's films. Right. You know, I expected a lot out of Dark Shadows, but there were, like what you said, there was a lot of good stuff in it. That's why it's kind of halfway through my list. But the expectations for Cloud Atlas and Prometheus were really high. And it was absolutely, totally not fulfilling in any way. A lot of the stuff about Prometheus didn't make sense. And and was and just, it was just really, bad. really stupid. And it was right? sloppy and bad and dumb and insulting. And it, it was insulting. It, it was. Prometheus, there's a lot of parts in Prometheus that, you know, if you've ever seen a movie before, are <laughs> but, but pretty insulting. But Resident Evil Retribution didn't have any of that weight behind it. it I was know, but guaranteed. see, that's like... And again, it is third on my list, which is not, you right. know, it's not ten. That's just, but it we is just, horrible, we just, but just have, like, a different have... theory that we're working on in making a yeah. list. Because it's like, you know, I didn't expect anything from That's My Boy either. In fact... <laughs> I, in fact, I expected negatively yeah. from that movie. Right. I I expected it to be well, horrible. I yeah. had less than no expectations, yeah. right? I had I had right. negative expectations, right. 
And I knew it was going to be horrible. That's funny. And it was exactly as horrible as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> well, then it met your expectations. <laughs> right. So, so now it should be good somehow? No, it should, but no, but no, it shouldn't be any more painful. You know, I just... Yeah, it still was way horrible. I would honestly tell somebody to see Resident Evil Retribution before I would tell someone to see Prometheus or Cloud Atlas. Uh, if if someone was in a video store and they're like, I don't, These are, if they had I don't even know, movies, I don't even know how to here's the put question. that together. If I would never tell movies, anyone to see any of if those. They movies. Had, <laughs> if they had these three movies in their hand and they had to leave with one, or, I would say, I would say, pick this or die, <laughs> right? Or be cast in the you sequel. You have to pick one. I would say, see this one. I would say, stay away from Prometheus. Don't watch Cloud Atlas. Watch Resident Evil. And for me, that is one of the ways I look at it. Which is, is there a way to actually say this is the film to see? Yeah, I, there is. I can't. I can't. Are you imagine telling me seriously if you saw somebody in a movie? Well, of course you'd say, look, it's horrible. I but it is the least horrible. <laughs> you cannot. I would never. All right, that's my list. Anyone do it? Okay, that's my list. We'll uh, put the list up on the site. Too, I might so change my list, but yeah, whatever. Well, right. I'll put my list up. Then. I don't. I'm not afraid of my list. I'm gonna put it up with Ridley Scott's Twitter handle. Be like, you send this to him. Hashtag Ridley Scott and. <laughs> Yeah. Hashtag why. All right. So why. now that we've gone over for a really long time, we at least right. got to that. So next week, like I said, the Hobbit, which will be <laughs> fantastic. There's still time I, to make a new a new I slot am, on my list. I should have so only. I should leave a slot. Looking sure. forward. Yeah, that will right. be funny. It would the, be, the killer thing is you're going to come then, back next no, week and go. It's worse than Resident Evil. All right, Evil. Savages is off. <laughs> right. No, the funny thing is, I bet I'll like the Hobbit. I just don't like the way I'm being made to have to like it. Right. If it's good, I'll like it. I still don't. If they sing, I, I agree done. with you completely that I hate the fact that it's three movies nah, because that's just, just stupid. It's just pandering. I mean, it's just first money of grabbing. All, first of all, well, it is totally money grabbing and and they know they're going to make and a it's like if it. I owned the movie company, right. I would probably go three that's movies. What? There you go. Like <laughs> everyone loves the trilogy. You know, it's like these are It's any movie. It's like when you're making Michael Bay movies. If you own the studio, you would let Michael Bay make his movie because he's making you, you know, jillions of dollars. And you know, at some point, I don't even have a problem with it because that's the money that gets me the other movies that I actually want to watch. Right? Support that. Yep. That um, you know, probably can't. Maybe they can break even. Maybe they can make some money, but you can't, you know, run the studio on that. But to split this up into three movies, I really hate. Yeah. The other three movies make sense to be three movies. Absolutely. <laughs> because even though it was supposed to be one book, it was yep. still – it was three it books. Was three volumes. There's, there's like a thing. There's yep. a reason behind that. Yeah. And this, I don't care how much you love The Hobbit or how much right. you love Tolkien's work, which I do myself, <laughs> yeah. right? This is one not very long children's book. Right. Right. It's <laughs> not longer than Return of the King. And now and... it's going to be three movies, and that is going to be more than how they're pushing it or how they're selling it or whether they split it up into three movies. Yep. The thing that's going to be really hard for me seeing this movie is that you see all the trailers and you see all the clips, and they are selling this basically like just as serious right. an endeavor that we're trying to make as the other three movies. Yep. And this is a children's book. Right. I mean, it's it's not only a children's book. It's like seriously a children's book. Yeah. It is not like wow. something where, you know, it's not like 
Dune or something right. where we're trying to, you know, <laughs> right. really dive into serious yeah. issues and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just even, even having if they an had, adventure and, and being a book for kids. Even if they wanted to make it two films, I would have been like, really, you know, this is the this is the new horrible trend. It's this this and three D films. Right. You know, James Cameron and this act of splitting your films up which will be really funny if Cameron decides to make Avatar 2, 2A, and 2B. It'll be the perfect dichotomy of everything I hate about films. Right i got to tell you, I'm really hoping that somehow that just gets prevented from happening. <laughs> what, that he makes another film or that it's like split? That he makes any more Avatar or Oh, or he's does, making them. He's making them right does, now. But does it's the new anything, thing, and I, don't, really. I, I hate that new, like, this is the new trend of stuff. Right. And it's just, it's irritating. If it had been two films... I would have been irritated, but not as irritated. But at least you could kind of go, well... I get it. I mean, because obviously they're making a gigantic production out of it. And I don't want to watch a four-hour movie. So, okay, fine, if you have to split it into two. But three Uh, is insane. The thing that's really weird about it, too, is when you try to think about what's going to happen, right? Right. Because if you're real familiar with The Hobbit, if you know exactly what happens, and now you know it's three movies... Where the hell were the they first cut movie the first film? Right. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm thinking. And, I'm like, how are you what do is this? That, how are you going to wrap something together in that with, you know, they're going to have to add stuff. A lot and of stuff. Talk about something that's really crazy. You're yeah. taking a really short book and making it three movies <laughs> and adding stuff <laughs> adding to it so stuff, that you yeah. can make it three movies. Well, we'll see. Well, so that's great. So that's, that's the big week. fun that will be next week. <laughs> I think we probably won't even do – we were talking about doing – uh, continuing the trend of doing, uh, you know, Oscar and awards mm-hmm. stuff, and I think probably next week we won't even do it. We okay. won't even have time. We'll be able to talk about right. the Hobbit for sure the whole time, right. and I don't want to have to cut it short because I know that you want to talk about how much. I'm just going to start humming the song now. The Gloyd guy, you you could have done better. Yeah, <laughs> God. I don't know. Anyway, right. but I think it's uh, it's at least going to be interesting. I agree. Uh, whether it will be whether we end about up loving and, it or yeah, hating I, it, I agree. Sometimes that's part of the fun of the film. So, so um, uh, you know, we just got to get out of here. Thanks everyone for tuning right. in. I do want to say, um, as I said last week, we're on Stitcher now, and yep. we've actually been doing fairly good on Stitcher, considering cool. we just showed up. We're and, not pushing and, it anywhere, and, and, right? Yeah, and we're not cool. we're not pushing it. So it's all huh. people who listen to us. And went to see it. Nobody's that's cool. accidentally stumbling, right? It, right. So, yeah. so that's really cool, nice. and uh, it helps us out to you know if, yeah. we, if we get good, get more listeners, good numbers on there. Sure. And uh, I guess I guess that's it. That's we, it. we will see yeah. you next week with the Hobbit. Yeah, thanks, thanks a lot for tuning in. Thanks. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you GEICO has more than just great savings. Much more. Yes, while GEICO could help you rack up more moolah faster than you can say metamorphosis, they've also been the fastest growing auto insurer for more than 10 years. That's more like it. Furthermore, GEICO has fast and friendly claim service. That might seem like an oxymoron, but it's not. All the more reason to say no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. GEICO. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.